Uh, today's sermon is entitled The Light That Heals. The Light That Heals. The Light That Heals. So, here's how this came about. During prayer one night, I heard God say to me, I was saying my prayers, I heard God say to me that his light heals. And I was on my knees and I was just asking him, I was asking him to let his light shine through me. I was saying, Lord, you know, let your light shine through me. And I was, and I was confessing my sins in humility because I knew there was no just cause for his light to shine through me. I, I knew there's no reason that he should allow his light to shine through me. And then so he responded by saying, he says, I know about your sins, boy. And he said, my remedy, he said, my remedy is actually that when my light shines through you, it's the light that heals your sins. And I was like, oh, so it was like a revelation to me. It was like a light bulb. And I was saying, Lord, shine through me. But I was really not feeling confident. I was like, I know you shouldn't. I'm, I'm the worst sinner. And then the Lord says, but when the light shines through you, the light that's shining through you actually heals you. So I got to thinking, wow, light heals. And so not just sin, but other diseases and other stuff in your life. So I got up from my knees and I darted to the computer to write it down immediately. And Joy was wondering why I was running to the room instead of getting in bed. You said, get off my knees, I get in the bed. So I jotted notes down as I heard God saying to me, watch this, the more his light shines through me, the more I am healed by that light. I'm going to say that again. The more his light shines through me, the more I am healed by that light. So naturally, I thought those who aren't getting better aren't letting God's light shine through their lives. You know, if the light heals and you're not getting better, you're not being healed, then the light's not shining through you. So as I learn to walk in the light, I am constantly healed by the same light within which I'm walking. Wow, just imagine that. The light heals you as you walk in it. So if I if I can learn to live the light, oh, that's a good one. If I can learn to live the light, I can become more like the light. The more darkness leaves my life. So when I'm in the light and being healed by the light, healing means, listen, the progress in my healing means more darkness has left. The indicator of my healing and my growth is that more darkness leaves your life. You cannot be a saved Christian and walk with him for 20 years and still possess all the same darknesses you had from point A. It just doesn't work. If you walk in the light, you are supposed to be healed by what you're walking in. So your Christianity, your ability to walk in the light ought to make you better. So believers who aren't getting better aren't walking in the light. But listen to this, living in the light or living the light and doing good deeds are two different things. I'm going to say that again. Living the light 
and doing good deeds are two different things. Doing good because it's the right thing to do isn't living the light. Some people who believe I'm just going to be a good steward, I'm going to be a good person, I'm just going to do good, and that's enough. No. Living the light is straight from the heart without coercion. Living the light means nobody has to tell you, nobody has to force you, nobody has to make you. There is no coercion. It's just like giving. Just like giving. We talk about tithes and offerings. Nobody got to make you give. Nobody's got to make you praise the Lord or worship him. You do it because it comes naturally from the heart. That's what living the light is. And unfortunately, there are a lot of Christians who brag about how much they did, how much they do. A real believer who gives is not braggadocious. We don't care about who knows. We do it because we can't help it. I can't help but help somebody. So that also presupposes that I don't have to be perfect to live right. Oh, so God is not asking. God is not saying that my light only shines in shining people. Uh, God is saying my light shines in people who have darkness in them. And the light comes for the purpose of eradicating the darkness in them. So God said to me, basically, you're whining about you're not worthy to let my light shine through you because you're a sinner. And he said to me, the light shining in you is what's going to help you be better. So I am going to make sure that my light shines through you. As the scripture says in Matthew, I believe it's 5.17, let this light, let the uh, God's light shine in you that they may see your good works and glorify the Father who's in heaven. So he lets his light shine in us so that people can see his good works. Ah, see, light, the song we sang, I'm going there. So I'm not perfect to live in the light, but I am perfected when I live the light. Are you tracking? I'm not perfect to live in the light, but I am perfected when I live in the light. So I got to thinking in natural life, I said, well, what the Lord, I said, so I started typing, I said, oh Lord, I said, doesn't light in natural life, doesn't light heal? Doesn't light heal in natural life or from a scientific perspective? And so I couldn't do all the study and that night. Joy said, you better come to bed. So I, I said, okay, I have to put a tab on it. I said, I'll come back to it tomorrow. So without going into a deep dive in it, here are a few things I learned about light as a healer. So I'm just, I'm not going to go deep and, I, and I'm going to skip stuff. I'm going to try to get you out early. I'm just going to skip stuff. I'm not going to read everything. But here's what I understand. Light actually heals. Naturally speaking, can light heal? Does light actually heal? Well, here are some excerpts I read in a few medical journal, uh, medical journals, online blogs, or articles I saw. Now, research indicates that LED light therapy can be effective for wound or tissue healing that an LED light or even sometimes infrared light can actually help with skin damage, types of skin damage. It, it affects your tissues. So in the past, it is said that Navy SEALs used the LED light therapy to help heal wounds. 
and the treatment led to improvements of more than 40% trusted source in musculoskeletal injuries in team members. And it also reduced the wound healing time. So I, I, I got this, this idea. I'm like, wow, this is amazing, right? This is amazing. So, um, oh man. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. I missed my notes. They're, they're not in there. That's not it. So I'm have to I'm gonna have to go manual. Yep. See, I know what I'll be doing. I know what I'm missing. It's all good. All right. So let's look at it from here. Where am I? Camera two? All right. So the light <laughs> help me. So the LED, watch this now. Uh some say it has helped with muscular sclerosis disease as well. It weakens the destructive cells and increases. Uh, strength of others but now watch this now this is not this is not just white light listen this is important it is blue light and some cases red light which the infrared is the infrared light is the, the red light right so the led light helps skin uh and red uh red light blue light and then there's uh, uh green light as well so the red the blue the green you've seen that before so the red light, the blue light helps the body as well. So the light is near infrared. Certain wavelengths of light are helpful. So the difference between like light light and the red and the blue is get it's on a different wavelength, which gives it a different effectiveness. Watch this now. So depending on the color of the light, the dosage of the wavelength of the light determines how it impacts your skin or your tissue or your molecular structure. What I'm trying to show you is that light actually has a healing impact. So the infrared light is a type of energy. Now watch this. This infrared light, you cannot see. The infrared light, like on the remote control, you see the little red uh, cover on it. You can't see the light point to it. All right. But, but you can, it, it will do something, but you cannot see it. Ah, this is important. So this infrared light can feel like heat. You can feel it, but you cannot see it. The red light can be used to heal skin, to be healed uh, muscle. And light therapy is a treatment that shines specific wavelengths of light to the body. So this LED then is used in a particular way to help remove uh, or help treat tissues or better cells, so on and so forth. So I'm going to skip uh, all of that. Let's talk about the sunlight. You got the idea of the infrared. The sunlight, though, if light then keeps us healthy, then it makes sense why God would create light or sun by giving us light by day and darkness by night. So this concept of light helping us and giving us a break from the light seems to imply uh, importance as well because too much light can be damaging. So it's not just the type of light, it's how much of the light, the dosage and the wavelength of it. Regular sunshine is what we call full light. It is not just red or blue or green. 
regular sunshine is full light, right? And so therapy occurs when isolating the red or the blue or the green from the full light. Oh, watch this. And so God is the full light. And though we can't uh, see him, those reds, spiritual reds, blues, and greens appear in us or shined on us and they do a healing work in us. Are you tracking where I'm going here? I'm giving you the setup. So regular light can give off these reds, these blues, these greens. And so regular sunlight has more to do though without the red, green, and blue. Regular sunlight has more to do with mental stimulation, which helps the body indirectly. So the sunshine, when the sun, regular sun shines on you, it helps you mentally. Ah, God, you're going to miss this. So the red, the blue, the greens help tissue and, and muscle and skin, while the sunshine helps mental capacity. It stimulates in a certain way. So small doses, small doses of regular sun helps with weight loss. It helps with getting you to sleep. You didn't know that. You have to read it. Don't have time to tell you about it. Sunlight helps with vitamin D. It actually helps with vitamin D. It helps your mood. Sunlight gives you energy. It is suggested that people go out in the sun for a little bit at least once a day. Now, when you go in the sunlight, you need to use sunscreen because, again, too much light can damage you. Too much of, like I said, no man has looked on God and lived. So the light can be a problem and you have to learn the balance of the light in your life, the dosage, the wavelength. You have to be able to pull from God in different ways to get the light you need without overexposure. And what do I mean by overexposure? Some people who are overexposed to God become too religious, They become overexposed to God. And I think churches have done a misfortune to many Christians by making them be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, preaching and teaching holiness. Thou shalt not, thou wilt not, thrilling their minds with guilt, burning them out, not realizing they have a family, not realizing they have a job, not realizing they have their own personal life. And too many people have been overexposed to religion, and it has damaged them, and there are a lot of people in therapy right now who have quit and left the church because the church has hurt them. That's all right. Don't say amen. Don't say amen in a minute. So use sunscreen and stay away from UV sun rays, ultraviolet. So you have to make sure your glasses have UV protection, right? Because it's too much on you. Too much sun can cause skin cancer. So today, I want to do three things, all right? Now I'm going to try and go back to my notes, see if we they work here. All right, today's sermon objectives um, are, number one, we want to establish what is the light that heals. Number two, we want to establish what to do with the light that heals. And number three, we want to establish the effects of the light, all right? So let's start with number one, what is the light? What is the light? So let's turn to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 12 for the answer. John chapter 1, I'm going to read it. In the beginning was the Word, 
The word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. Look at the highlighted text. In him was life and the life was the what? Light of men. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it or understand it. There was a man sent from God, those whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light. I don't want you to get confused. You are not the light. You are carrying the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse uh, 9. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. So the light came into the world, but the world didn't know him. Verse 11, he came to his own and his own did not receive him. So this light came to the world. They didn't recognize it. The light came to his own, the Jews. They didn't receive him. So number 12 says, but as many as received him, that would be those who believe, those who trust, those who have faith. To them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So look at this. So John chapter one tells us that in Christ was life and life was the light of men. So in Christ, the person of Christ was life. And that life became the light that was supposed to be shown to men. We get that life or that light from the word of God. Because John 1 said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So the word, it said, is the life that became the light unto men. So from the word, the living word, we see life. That life was light to men. And as we take in that light, watch this now, as we take in that light, that light dispels darkness. The text said that when the light came, the darkness comprehended it night. In other words, it could not understand it and it had to back up from it. Listen, you can't be healed without the word. So you say, well, I can't see the light. Well, you can see the light when you see the Bible. So if I look at my Bible, I can go to the word which has life. That life is light. That light from the word goes into my heart to dispel the darkness in my life. Are you tracking with me? So from this word, it dispels the light. Psalm 107.20, write this down so you can remember it. Psalm 107.20 says, God sent his word and it healed them. Psalm 107.20 says he sent his word and it healed them. Do you not know that I've gone to hospitals and I have laid the word of God 
on people because the word in its Bible context, of course, it's symbolic. The word is the word. I read scripture over the sick because the word has life and the life heals. That light heals by dispelling darkness. That's why you've seen an exorcism, maybe not a real one, but the exorcism is controlled by making statements or quoting scriptures that have the power to dispel the demon. The power is in the light. I'm trying to tell you how much power light has. His life is the light of mankind. To get light, you need his life. And his life is the word. So I'm going backwards now. So I'm saying to get light, you need his life. And his life is in his word. So the light shined in darkness, it said, and darkness could not exist with it. Darkness has to be dispelled. It has to back up. The term says it could not cohabitate. In other words, when I get the word, and that word is life, and that light gets in me, darkness has to leave. It will erode because darkness cannot live with light, just like oil and water cannot mix. The text says darkness couldn't perceive it. He couldn't, darkness couldn't understand what it was. That being said, it couldn't overcome what it couldn't understand. Oh man, I wish I could had time. I'd spend time on that, but I said I was going to keep moving. Listen, the darkness looked at light and said, who are you? What are you? Oh my God, I'm only used to me. And what I don't understand, I don't know how to overtake you. Darkness couldn't say, in other words, the sin in your life does not have the power to outsmart the light. Do you give it up? The darkness in your life does not have the wit. It does not have the candor. It does not have the wisdom of the understanding to know how to defeat the goodness in your life. Ah, it is the goodness of God. It is the life of God. It is the light of God in your light life that gives you the power to dispel the darkness. So if you look at verse 10 of the text, it said he came to the world. The world knew him not. In other words, the world, he came to the world. It didn't know him. In other words, the world was dark. The world does not recognize the light. And then it said it came to his own and his own didn't receive him. Heck, they crucified him. They killed him. They did didn't receive him. Why? Because the Jews were walking in darkness. But he said to those who believe, to those who received him, he said, you became, you got the power to become the sons of God. So darkness won't understand when you come to it. Darkness doesn't understand when light comes to it. Have you ever worked with a person who doesn't get you? They don't understand it. They can't, you can't explain the light to darkness. Darkness cannot be cajoled. Darkness cannot be educated on what the light is. Darkness, if I had time, I'd go into Romans 8 uh, that talks about how darkness, how sin cannot uh, uh, equate with the righteousness. Some people have dark areas in their lives. 
things they can't see in their own lives. Watch this now. Some people are so dark when the light comes to tell you or tell them what their problem is, they can't understand it. That you got the problem. I don't have the problem. The darkness in their life is superseding the light that's coming from outside. It is the light within you. Listen, my light cannot change you. Woohoo! I'm preaching now. It is the light that you must have within yourself that gives you the power over the darkness in yourself. Jesus' presence on the earth did not eradicate people's darkness immediately because he walked down the street. He said, you must believe on me. And to those who believe, he gave them power to get that light. And it is that light that changes the this the, it makes the darkness in my life go away. Now, John 1 corroborated is corroborated by John 8 and 12. Let me take a quick look at that. John 8 and 12 says a nice recap of it. It says, then Jesus spoke to them again. This is John chapter 8. So we've moved forward. John, then Jesus spoke to them and uh, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not what? Walk in darkness, but what? Have the light of life. How do you get the light of life? You believe in the word of God. You follow him. You do not walk in darkness. So this is a nice recap of what we just read in chapter one, that God is the light of the world and that those who believe in him and follow him shall not be in darkness. But we have this light and we have this light. But the question is, Lawanda, the question now arises as to our second objective. How do I, what am I to do with this light? Look at this now. Number two is what to do with the light. Now that we know what the light is, how do I access the light? What should I do once I get the light? Again, let's look at scripture for our answer. I'm getting excited because this is insane that God gives us this light and the scripture is so clear. I hope I, I, I hope you guys are getting this. Ephesians 5, 8 through 15 says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. And so he says, what are we to do with the light? Walk as what? Children of light. So live the light. Walk in the light, right? So we are to walk in the light. Verse nine says, for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. So light exposes, right? Verse 12, for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret in the dark, you know, as freaks come out at night. All right, next verse 13, but all things that are exposed are made manifest, how? By the light, for whatever makes manifest is Light, light reveals. Come on, somebody. Verse 14 says, therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead. And what? Christ will give you light. Is there anybody sleep right now? You sleep on the line. I'm telling you, awake out of sleep and get this light. This light is going to make you feel better. Come on, take this medicine. Verse 15, see then that you do what? Walk how? Circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. So the text seems to suggest by looking at this, 
that we are, what are we to do with the light? We are to walk in the light. And it means to walk in righteousness, not filth and darkness. You can't live like a hellion and say you're in the light. Walking in light displays goodness. Walking in the light is righteousness and truth, the text says. It proves what's acceptable to the Lord. The life that walks in the light means you're accepted by God. It proves that what he says is true. So he says, don't fellowship with darkness, but rather correct it. In other words, expose it. Don't be a chum chum, friendly, friendly with it. He says, bring light to it. He says, expose it by being close enough to push the darkness back. Walking in the light is revealing. I'll say that again. Walking in the light is revealing. I told people all the time. I told myself all the time. Talk to myself. I say, there's stuff you don't need to try to find. It will reveal itself. That truth reveals the lie. Truth will bring it up to the surface. You wasn't even looking for it. Stop going through the phone. Stop looking in the closet. Just let truth raise it up. Kind of feel preachy somehow. Light people expose dark people. I don't mean nothing by that, but people of light expose people of darkness. And it's not always intentional. It's just by walking. It's just by being there. Have you ever felt people uncomfortable? You ain't said nothing, but the light is there. That they feel uneasy because they know they're about to be peeped out. (laughs) Keep in mind that what we don't reveal, it cannot be healed. Can I say that again? Again, what we don't reveal, it cannot be healed. People say all the time, I can't help you if you don't tell me what's wrong. There is this notion of the light that exposes the darkness in us. But God tells us to confess our sins to him. Why? Because when we reveal it, he can heal it. Come on. That applies to us as well, not just others. So walking means, walking means, walking means you are progressing. It means to make your way somewhere. It means to make use of all the opportunities which come before you to afford you to keep moving. It is simply living one's life. The person who does nothing, the person who is inactive, the person who has no action is not progressing. And if you aren't progressing, then you are not walking. And if you are not walking, you can't have the light because you cannot stay with the light without walking. Why? Because God is always moving. Have you ever been in the light, the spotlight, and when you're on stage, if you're on stage, they have to have a light man because wherever you move, you have the light has to move. But it's transversed here. The, we're following the light. So when the light man moves the light, that's God, we've got to go where the light is. And so this understanding of taking hold of the life opportunities, wherever you see the light, if you see the light in that job, pick that job. If you don't see light in that person. Don't date them. Pick the things that have the light. Follow the light. Come on. Don't go into the light. You remember poltergeist? It's the light, right? It's the light that brings us to where we are. The demons are afraid of the light. So these opportunities help us to live our lives one way or another. So verse 15 says what? It says walk circumspectly. In other words, he says walk with wisdom. In other words, walk with purpose. Walk with intentionality. Walk 
accurately because why? He said, walk circumspectly because the days are evil and we have to make up lost time. And I'm telling some of you who are laying on your couch, lazy and inactive, I'm saying you are losing time. The days are evil. And now more than ever with people getting shot in the back and uh, political disarray and uh, left and right arguing and, and laws changing all over and hatred and betrayal and racism and lying and cheating and stealing all over the world. I'm telling the body of Christ, the days are evil and you got to start walking like you got somewhere to go. You hear me? 2022 cannot be lived with a nonchalant attitude. I get to it when I get to it. I've got to live with purpose. Crystal Dow said it like this. She said to walk in the light is to have a daily commitment to living out a righteous life. Those who are compelled to walk in the light resist fellowship with the darkness of the devil, the world, or the flesh. They resist it. She said walking in the light renews and refreshes us within so that we are empowered to be a refreshment to those around us. Do you get what I'm saying? Remember I said that the infrared light, the red, the blue light, or the sunshine refreshes you. It energizes you. In other words, listen, you cannot stay in the dark room all day and expect to go out in the world and have energy and anointing. you got to get the sun on your life so that you can have impact in your life. Come on, is anybody getting me? Let me, let me make sure I'm on the right, uh, make sure I'm on the, wait a minute, let me make sure I'm on the on the right slide. I got to, because I think, I think my notes got cut off again. Every time I put a quote in here, I'm off the notes. Hold, hang on. Okay. All right. We've got some buffering going on too. We got all kinds of problems messing up. People, the devil is mad. I'm talking about the light is all upset. We got buffering. That's all right. We're going to get through it. It'll be online. So go back over it again and then listen to it again. Okay. It'll be there for you. All right. So, so I got that now. Now let's go to the, uh, if the, the, the next verse here, uh, John 12, 35 through 36 supports this passage. John 35, uh, 12, 35 to 36 supports this passage. And it says, then Jesus said to them a little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. He who walks in darkness does not know where he was, he is going. So verse 36 says, while you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of the light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. So John 12, 35 through 36 corroborates by saying, walk while you have the light. So in other words, do it now. Walk circumspectly. Walk while the light is near you. Don't wait for the light to move too far down the stage to where you can't catch up with it. Walking accurately is only possible while there is light. If there is no light, you are walking in darkness. That's facts, right? That's true. And you will not progress. The Bible said, if you walk in darkness, you won't be able to move forward because you can't see. You can't see in the darkness. So get to know God while you can so you can get to where he wants you to go. Now let's view Verse John 1, 5 through 8 is our final support for this scripture and what we are to do with this light. So 1 John 1, 5 
chapter 8 says this. He says, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, with God, and walk in darkness, guess what? We lie. You will lie and do not practice the truth. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another, meaning me and God. We have fellowship. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, does what? Cleanses <laughs> from all It's right there. If you walk in the light, the light's going to cleanse you, boo. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to help you. But look at verse 8. He says, if we say that we have no sin, then we deceive ourselves and the truth ain't in you. So you cannot even say that God's light is available to you and you ain't walking in sin. So listen, 1 John 1, 5 through 9 says, if we say we have fellowship with him, but walk in darkness, we lying. So please stop, stop this, stop this. You living like a hellion, talking about you good and saved and all that kind of stuff. And but but you cussing everybody out, stealing, lying, doing everything dark under the sun. You 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 no, no. To walk in the light means you have fellowship with the light. And the text began by saying, in God, God is the light and in him is no darkness at all. So he cannot have any darkness related to him. So you cannot be in the presence of light and darkness not back up. So you can't do it. And if you say you don't sin, well, Pastor, I don't sin. I, you a lie too. He said, you lying too. It, all y'all lying. He says, you are constantly getting better because the light guides you as such. It leads you to what makes you better. Why? Because darkness can't stand. And light. So it's going to happen. Well, how do you get rid of the dark stuff in your life? Get in the light. Knock yourself up into the light. Go up into the light and let God's light cripple the darkness. Darkness is crippled by the light that liberates us. Light, truth, and God are all synonymous. Light, truth, and God are all synonymous. So let's move to our final point and our conclusion for today. The final point number three, what are the effects of the light? Let's see if scripture teaches that God's light heals. First, let's go to Luke eleven thirty three through 36. Luke eleven thirty three to 36. No one, uh, verse 33, no one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. Don't nobody put light under and hide it. Nobody, Jesus ain't come to, for you to hide it. Anybody came for you to hide the good stuff in your life? 34, he says, the lamp of the body is the eye. Oh, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Therefore, when our eye is good, the whole body is full of light. Oh, the whole body. Oh, the light heals. The, whole, the light heals what? The whole body. We'll get to it. But when your eye is bad, your body is full of darkness. In other words, when you're looking, when you're observing, when you're seeing, when you're watching, nothing but filth all day, all night, your whole body is filled with what your eyes are consumed with. I'm teaching Pastor Chara, uh 35 says, therefore take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. He says, if then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light as when the bright shining of a lamp gives you light. So listen to this. Luke eleven thirty three 33 
and forward says the eye is the connector to the light. Uh, it's how you see. Uh, don't you see? Type it online. Come on. Come on. Type it online for Daddy Kane. Daddy Kane, don't you see? Light is meant to be seen. Nobody has light and hides it. But why? Because the light is to be seen. God says, I want to be seen. The eye is a crucial part of the body, be it the physical eye or the spiritual eye. Don't let anybody tell you that blind people cannot see. They can see in different ways without their eyes. Their senses kick in. Their heart, their instinct kicks in. Light must be seen. Why? Because light illuminates. Light reveals. Light exposes and the eyes see it. But the eyes that see it are single. In other words, they are focused. You must be content. You must be locked in, set like Flint. Flint, Michigan. That's a point out to you, to you, Canes. He says your eyes must be set upon something because it is in the singleness of viewing is when you see the light. You cannot be all over the place watching, looking at everything and see the light that heals. In other words, the infrared light, the red, the blue light is pointed directly on the wound. You cannot let the light be all over. Don't pull the lens back and let the infrared, no infrared light activating everything in a wide scope. The infrared light is very directed. And God said, it is when your light, when your eye is single, that the light lights up the whole body. It's when you decide to live for God and nothing else that your whole life gets fixed. (laughs) You're trying to please everybody and your life is all jacked up. God says, focus on pleasing God and then he'll work everything else out. (laughs) So he says, division isn't as clear. Your life is too divided. You cannot look at a whole bunch of stuff and be focused. You can only focus on one. So we can only focus and maximize light when we peer at one thing. The eye is single. That brings light. When the eye is evil, that brings darkness. The point is we need the eye. Watch this. I'm going to say this, Joy. We need the eye to walk in the light, not your legs. You walk by your eyes. You don't walk by your legs. Because the Bible says we are to walk in the light. That was point number two. But the effect of walking in the light is our seeing it. And when we see the light, it gives light to our whole body. And our whole body is healed. Well, how do you walk, PC? I walk by how I see. My legs might be deceptive. You might think my legs are needed to go where I need to go. But you don't need legs to go where you need to go. You need sight to see where you need to go. Watch this now. Isaiah 58 and 8 says this. It helps explain it a little further. He says, Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. So the point is, light shall break forth. Watch this. And then it said, Then your healing shall spring forth. So notice, light first healing second. Come on. Light first. Healing second. You are healed by the light. So this text is saying when the light breaks forth or is seen, your health springs forth. And the text said, it said healing shall spring forth speedily. The text said speedily. In other words, the light comes and the healing immediately kicks in. Immediately. Well, how, how fast does the darkness go away when you flick the light switch on and the room. 
right away, when you flick the switch, darkness is gone. God says when you turn on the light in your life, darkness begins to dissipate because it cannot understand what's happening. So just like the light therapy described above, the proper dosage of light brings the proper dosage of healing. So whenever God brings a dosage of light, there's the equivalent of dosage of darkness being dispelled. No one is made perfect all at once on earth. So don't be deceived that you turn on the light or you read scripture once and you think all your darkness is gone. No. Even when we are healed of something, we're still short of God's perfection. So we need doses of light. As I said, you cannot stay all day in the sunshine. Got to put that sunscreen on your melanin. I tell Joy, Joy got to wear more than me because I'm darker. And so you need doses of light. And what we need is doses of church. We need doses of worship. We need doses of prayer. God, we need doses of reading scripture. We need doses of studying. We can't do it all day. Too much exposure damages you. God doesn't expect you to get it all at once. He knows it takes time. So he says, worship me for a couple hours, then go to the barbecue. Get the light and then get healed. God, I feel him. But as long as you are progressing, you are walking in the light. That's all I want to know. Am I continuing to see new stuff? How do you know you're walking? By how much light you see. If you're not seeing light, you aren't progressing. But every time I see the light, I'm attracted to the light. I'm following the light like the dog who's following their master. And I'm walking in the light. When I walk in the light, it brings me healing. I've got to get under the light because the light is going to heal me. So that's why 1 John 1 and 9 says this. Here's the text. This is what this means. If we confess our sins, meaning reveal it or expose it to the light, he is faithful and just to do what? To forgive us our sins. And here it is to do what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when I reveal what I've done wrong, when I become okay with the critiques of the word of God, when I read the word and the word tells me I'm wrong, I agree with it. I say, yep, you're right, God. I messed up. I was stupid. If we confess, if we reveal, if we shine the light on the stuff that's wrong, God says, I'm faithful and I'm just. He said, I ain't going to let you down. I'm going to get rid of everything that's wrong in your life. You've got to be okay with letting it be exposed. You've got to agree with what's wrong. You've got to listen to people sometimes. They're telling you the truth. Oh, the truth is the word. The word is the truth. The word is God. God is life. Life is the light to you. When you walk in the light, you get healing. God, I'm preaching. There is something called what they call SAD. It's called seasonal affective disorder. I think I got that living on the East Coast. It is a type of depression related to season changes. It's called SAD and it is often helped or cured by light therapy. It says that people with SAD have to put a light in their house to make it seem like there's sunlight coming into the house and it makes them feel better. I'm telling you sometimes when it's too rainy outside, too snowy outside, I'm telling you nine months of rain and snow can depress you. And the only cure for depression sometimes is the right dosage of light in your life. And it is cured by this light therapy. Simply putting a light or a light in the room that looks like sunlight can help you feel better. If you just get a little light, somebody, if you just turn on the light, not just the light, the white light, but the sunlight. If you get a little light, you'll feel better. So I conclude with this. 
I'm wrapping it up. Yes, I am early. But the path, listen, Proverbs 4, 18 and 22, 22 says this. He says, but the path of the just, that's those who believe, those who, who trust but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines, watch this now, notice, it shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. In other words, it gets brighter and brighter and brighter unto the point of perfection. The path of us is like the sun. The sun starts out in the morning at one temperature and it gets hotter, it gets hotter, it gets hotter until the peak of the day. And so I said, look at 19, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. In other words, people in dark, they just keep falling around while we progress. 20 says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your what? Eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Open the eyes of my heart. In other words, my eyes are where my heart is. My heart is where my eyes are. And 22 says, for what? They are life to those who find them. Here it is. Underscore this. And health to all their flesh. This light, this life, this eye that sees in the heart becomes my light, my life, and it is the health to all of my flesh. It is what God gives me to help me see the light and heals me. As I said earlier, the more his light shines through me, the more I am healed by that light. So the text is saying the more I get in the light, the light gets stronger by the day. It gets stronger. I'm brighter this year than I was last year. The work of the light is progressive. Come on. With our walk in the light. The work of the light is progressive with our walk in the light. So the more I walk in the light, the more work is done in the light. The more I walk in the light, the more work the light does. Well, what work does the light do? The work of the light is to dispel darkness. So the more I walk in the light, how do I walk? Not by my legs, but how I see. So God gives me the light to my eyes as I walk in the light by what I see. The work of the light does away with the darkness. So like the sun increases in strength from the morning till noonday, so his light heals our lives as we progress towards heaven. I can see, anybody ever see the sunrise? Have you gone out there and you see it creeping up beyond the horizon and you see the sun? Look at my dome. It's coming up. My dome is coming up. You see the sun rising and what does it do? It slowly dispels the light. Night becomes the day. As the light rises, I'm challenging you to let the lights begin to rise in your life like the sun increases in strength from the morning till noonday so light heals our lives as we go toward heaven the first gleam of light shines brighter and brighter until what until it's the full light of day what the heat the full brightness of the sun is usually around noon or one o'clock we who believe and I stress we who believe are headed toward the full light of day where there is 
no cancer. Bible says God is light. There is no darkness. So we are headed toward the place where no darkness is at all. He said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am there, you may be also. Well, if there is no darkness there, then there is no cancer there. There is no depression there. There is no sickness there. There is no more strokes there. There is no more stress there. There is no more fighting there. There's somebody I heard on the radio died from hypertension. Hypertension is stress. I'm telling you, we are on our way toward a place where it gets lighter and lighter by the time of day, by the time of your life, the age of your life, the season of your life ought to move you toward the light where darkness begins to dissipate. You ought not be cussing as much as you did five years ago. You ought not be killing and lying and laughing and and cheating the way you used to. You are walking toward the, I ain't going to get no amens this morning. That's all right. Verse 19 says, it is the wicked who stumble in darkness. They cannot reach the plateau of heaven. They keep falling short, but the bridge from our hell to heaven is Christ our light. So get this, while we are marching towards heaven, the, the people of darkness keep falling by us. The dark people keep stumbling on stuff while we keep moving forward. In other words, you're going to see people fall along the way because they can't see what we see. Keep your lights on, y'all. Keep your eyes on heaven. Keep moving toward the place where darkness is eroded, where you will see my mama's there where there is no darkness. My daddy's there. My friends are there. And so the words to the son in Proverbs 4, 20, 22, he says, are my words to us. He says, give attention to God's word. Don't let it out of your sight. Keep his word close to your heart as a daily and meditative routine. We used to walk around with them little Bibles. It was only Psalms, Proverbs, the New Testament. We didn't have the Old Testament. Keep the New Testament in your pocket or keep a Bible in your car. We used to put it in the sun window and it used to change colors. We used to keep a Bible on the coffee table so that when people came over, they knew we were saved. We have got the word too far from us. I'm telling you, save an app, a Bible app on your phone. In other words, keep it ready where you can read a devotional every now and then. Have you taken your meds today? Have you been in the light for therapy? So when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should do is let the light in. As the fifth dimension sang, Shana, let the sun shine in. Let the sun shine in. The sun shine in. Then they say, when you're feeling lonely, let the sun shine in. In other words, I think they were on to something. They knew that the sunshine helped to heal loneliness. And he said, when you've been mistreated, they said, what? Let the sun shine in. So whatever is bothering you, when you feel pain, let the sun shine in. When you feel depressed or lost or hurt or sick, let the sun shine, not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N, S-H-I-N. Let the sun shine in. Why? Because Jesus has come to be our light. Jesus has come to be our healer. He is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. He heals with his word. His word is himself and he he is the light. He is the word. His word is himself. He heals with his word and he is the light. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the life. That life is the light. That light 
comes to us through the word. And when we walk in the light by our eyes, we are healed. He is the living light that heals. Are you living the light within you? Are you touching the light and letting the light touch you? You must live the light because it is the light that heals. I'm PC and that's all I've got.